You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Do us a favour, set us to auto-download and click the button for notifications. That way you won't miss an episode. And don't forget to share. If you like it, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show... She's an army vet, Michelle Keegan's character... Uh, and uh, veteran, not like she, she, she doesn't like <laughs> she doesn't look after the horses. She, 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 she doesn't repair the injured horses in the army. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Just clarifying for everybody at home, Baz. My message to gamers who are getting angsty at the fact that the um, TV show didn't reflect accurately what happened in the game is um, both were fucking made up. So chill out. Oh, you're, you're going to get a hate here. <laughs> People who play games don't think the world's like you think it is. Well, maybe they need to start doing that. There, there was points in that where I was thinking, I've never taken hallucinogenic drugs. And watching bits of that movie, I was like, well, that's why. My reviews of all these movies, Pass, are never going to be too highbrow for anyone. Yeah. That's the, I'm, I'm bringing it down yeah. to to a level where anyone can understand what I'm talking about. If you are of a nervous disposition yeah. and you don't like blood, uh, maybe watch Barbie. Yes. <laughs> there's no, it's not a spoiler to say there's no blood scenes in Barbie. Hello, 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 and welcome to the inaugural mildly controversial podcast TV and movie awards of the year. Brilliant. Hey! <laughs> no one's going to know because I'm going to edit it out, but it took me so long to get that out. I don't know why. I probably should have written it down, but I didn't. Anyway. I, I was holding my um, breath as well then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, by calling it inaugural, that implies that there is going to be an annual thing from now on. Yes. Um, hopefully, unless this one's shit, then it will be. Yes. So <laughs> that's the idea. Yeah. What we're doing tonight is um, we're going to go through um, the best TV um, of the year awards, the worst TV of the year awards. I've got a special best TV moment I want to mention. Ah. Um, and then we'll go into best movies and worst movie. And at the end, um, we'll try to get to a unanimous decision between the two of us on what is officially the best TV of 2023 and the best movie of 2023. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Love um, it. So I'm taking the lead on TV because I watch a lot of box sets. Um, I don't watch a lot of movies. Now, if you are a regular listener, you will know that I don't watch movies. Um, and uh, we established in the last episode that I've been to the cinema twice in two years, and it was to see Elf in December <laughs> In 2022 and 2023. So I, I love um, the fact you say I don't watch movies, but you have actually watched, I don't know, a movie, haven't you, at least? <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've watched that movie a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've only been to the cinema twice. So Baz is the expert on movies. Um, I'm more, um, not an expert, but I'm, I have much more to, to bring to this um, on, uh, on TVs and box sets and that kind of thing. But I have watched... Six movies in four days in preparation for Oh, this my class. God. That's, that's, I, I don't watch movies. Now I'm sick of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, mate, this is it now. If we do this again next year, I will literally just throw, like, do the same again. I'll, I'll send you recommendations throughout the year, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a better way of doing it. If you watch a good movie, go, this is decent, watch it. Yeah. Then I won't have to watch six movies in four days um, ahead of next year's edition of this. <laughs> So, as you can see, um, Baz and I, as you can see, I say as you can see, 
um, most people listen to this, not watch it. So, well, no, as um, you can see, you're allowed I, to do that one. You could, yes. you, as, you, as you can see, if you're watching us on Facebook, yeah. as you could see if you're listening to us on the audio podcast. But uh, Baz and I have made, have made a bit of an effort. So, um, Baz, uh, Baz, Baz is um, tossing his massive beard back, so you can see that he's wearing a bow tie um, with a lovely red uh, red waistcoat. Um, and he's uh, he's got a black background with a black shirt and a black boat. So it just looks like Baz has got no arms tonight. Uh, oh, there we go. He's got his magic tattooed hands out. Um, whereas I am um, in a really glamorous location, as yet unspecified, because I've got a green screen behind me. I didn't mean to get put a green screen up. It's just that um, when, I, when I decided to wear a, a black jacket, black tie, um, and so on. I put the black background behind me and it disappeared, which is what's happened to Baz. <laughs> yes. So at least one of us, and if we both disappeared, it'd just be like floating heads. So, um, so I decided to put something behind that wasn't black. And the only thing I could find was chroma green. So, um, as you can see, um, it's a very glamorous location of Hollywood. I was going to say, this, so this is the beauty of this, isn't it? So you could just add anything you want to that. I am actually in Hollywood, Baz. Look, yeah. you can see it clearly. Although um, a lot of people won't recognise this as Hollywood because this is this is um, Hollywood County Down in Ireland, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's the actual Hollywood there in America. You there you go. So, so six movies, uh, a whole lot of research in television programs, and you've gone to Hollywood. No one can doubt your effort on this, Mike. Exactly. I've worked really, really hard on this. Let's start straight in with. Uh, the best TV of the year. Now, I've got four um, nominations for this. Um, I haven't consulted with Baz because I've kind of taken the lead on the TV because I watch much more of it than I do movies. And so. I didn't read the notes. <laughs> yes, and, 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 Baz, and Baz was supposed to come along with some best TV, but didn't. So um, very much different to the amount of preparation I put into it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, none versus all of it, in fact. Yes. See, I, I was trying to make up yeah, a little bit of lost ground by watching six movies in four days. Uh, Baz forgot uh, to even write down a list. So um, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm working with here. Um, okay, so I'll go through them one by one. Yes, do Okay, that. so the first one I'm going to talk about is quite a recent one, and I know you've watched it, um, which is Fool Me Once. This is one of the things I enjoyed most um, this year, despite the fact I thought there was quite a lot of plot holes in it. Yeah. Um, it's like a and, sieve, really, wasn't it? Yes, there were plenty <laughs> of plot holes, and things didn't get explained that should have been explained, and there were bits in the story that just didn't make any sense. Yes. Um, but. <laughs> but, overall, but overall, it had Michelle Keegan Ooh. in it. <laughs> So it had a quite a compelling story. Yeah, it, it was a good show. Yeah, it it was, was a good yeah. show. Can you do a synopsis without dropping the big um, plot spoiler? Yeah, because you can get to the point before the plot spoiler, can't you? Go ahead. So I'd say uh, it's it's a story about. Uh, so you don't. The story begins. It's one of those ones that goes backwards and forwards. It's a. It's a. It's a she's an army vet. Michelle Keegan's character. Uh, and uh, veteran, not like she, she, she <laughs> doesn't like she doesn't after the horses. She, she, she doesn't repair the injured horses in the army. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Just clarifying for yeah, everybody yeah. at home, Baz. Yes. Uh, so it, it cuts to uh, the, the, like a scene of um, of her crouching down over her, her, her who you soon find out hus husband in a park. 
Mm. Uh, you don't know quite what's happened in the first place, but that transpires. He's been shot, and it sort of reels back to a, a point in her time when she was in the Middle East somewhere. It's, it's, yeah, she, she, she was in a war yeah. in the British Army And somewhere. she was involved in what would appear to be a contentious kind of episode that happened over there. So that's her backstory. But uh, it, but it turns out that like her husband has been shot, uh, and it, she's sort of investigating like what happened to him. And then mm. obviously there's there's some of the characters are quite flawed. There's a there's a kind of dying policeman with a with his gay sidekick, uh, and there's also her former army, army buddies who are like helping her sort of like, mm. solve the case. And there's also her husband's nefarious family who are like massive corporate monsters, aren't they? Yes. So it all yes. brings in, and she's trying to find out what happened to her, her husband. Everybody's well. throughout it. They're, they're like the everyone's trying to figure out what happened. What yes. the circumstances of his death and her sister's death? Oh, sorry, yeah, sister, which well. which is linked and yeah. and all that. So, um, that's probably as much as we can say. Yes, um, without uh, without dropping any uh, plot spoilers in there. Well, but, she does find uh, out, which is like at the end. So it's not one of those ones where you don't find out. Exactly, yes. we do find out. Loose ends get tanned. If anything, <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it. But if anything, like we we were moaning in our last episode, we don't like it when. Movies and TV shows finish too soon yes. and leave you with loads of... If anything, this went on five minutes too long. Yeah. You know the bit I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the last five, if you watched it, the last five minutes was fucking pointless and should never have happened. <laughs> well, I don't understand what it was in there for. No, and left me a little bit annoyed because it didn't add anything to anything. No. So I was just like, why have you done that? That's just... Um, yeah, so it was like a 10 years later thing. Yeah. It was um, just bizarre. But 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 none of the actors looked any older, <laughs> apart from the fact that they'd had flour br- combed through their hair to yeah. make them a bit greyer. <laughs> so it, it was it was a terrible, terrible ending. But um, but definitely, definitely worth watching. I think. Yeah. I've just remembered something, Baz. Yeah. Um, that I forgot to mention when we were um, um, when we've spoken about this before. I don't think we've spoken about this actually, which is weird because we've spoken about um, fool me once um, on a number of occasions, but. I I, th- I can't believe I haven't mentioned this. At one point, she goes to a, an, a kind of a retro arcade. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's the gym I used to work at. Oh, okay. In Berry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So I was like, I know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite cool. So I was very excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So um, there's quite a lot of shows. Um, in fact, there's another Harlan Coburn one with Jimmy Nesbitt in it. Uh, Molly was watching it the other day, and I walked in, and I was like, that's in Berry as well. So apparently Harlan Coleman just loves Berry. Yeah. There might be just sort of it... cheap studios there. That's why he does it. <laughs> no, it's all the outdoor stuff. Yeah. Man. Um anyway, okay, so that was that that's one. That would be a um that would be a recommendation if people haven't seen it. Yes. Um I don't know if you're listening in the States how you would dig that out. I think it's pretty, well what was it? Um was it a BBC one? Mm. Was it BBC? I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. We should probably research that, shouldn't we? <laughs> Never mind. Google it. Right. Yes. Next one. Uh, next one is one that is definitely, um, it, in fact, it's an American one. Okay. Um, and it's The Last of Us. Oh, okay, yes. So um, that, I'm pretty sure, was 2023, wasn't it? I didn't, yeah. I didn't check, but yeah. it was definitely was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so that was one of those ones that like had a huge amount of hype. Um, and it was, uh, that is a show which originated as a game. You you mentioned it. I looked when looked for it, and then I realised it was from a game adaptation. So yeah, which is yeah. always a bit sketchy. So you know. Yeah. Well, uh, do you know what? I'm not into kind of zombie 
type movies yeah. or anything like that. But I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, it was really, really good. Um, as somebody who doesn't watch movies very often, um, I, I'd i never seen the lead guy, but apparently he's... Pedro like, Pascal, famous, yes. Yeah, apparently he's a famous actor, isn't he? Pedro Pascal. Yes, he's um, a very, very nice man. Yes, well, uh, you know, um, I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't suggesting anything otherwise, Baz. Oh, no, you know what those actor types are like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actors, yeah, yeah. Yeah, drug-taking people that they are. <laughs> Um, and also, um, the lead girl is English. Bella Ramsey, yes. That was one of those where we talk about this, how long does it take for you to Google something yeah, or yeah. use your phone? I Googled how old she was because I was like, I have no idea if that if she's 13 or 27. Yeah. She's got one of those faces, yeah. do you know what I mean? Well, she, um, um, so the, one of the other facts is they, both, they were both in Game of Thrones, but not in the same storyline. Right. She inherited a clan after her father died, so she had a very big part in it as well as... Uh, right. And he was only in it, I think, for two episodes or one episode. Having never seen Game of Thrones, um, I, I can imagine loads of people who are into Games of Thrones will be like, I'm so jealous that you live uh, about an hour away from where most of it was all, all those bits were filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah... You're not, are you? Nah, it's not. It's not for me. But let's face it: you could go to lots of places in Ireland where, where brilliant stuff's been filmed, and you'd be like, Star Wars. Star Wars was filmed just up the road. Yeah, yeah. There's, but it's literally, you know, so much stuff's filmed in Ireland, and, yeah. it's, it's, and I think it's a lot of it's because. You're quite guaranteed to get a day when no one walks on set. It's just walking the dog by because there's no fucker out there. I can imagine some producers going, get me somewhere green. <laughs> right, we'll yeah. go to Ireland then, sir. Yes, it'd be wonderful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't okay. mention that, did I? <laughs> no. um, I didn't mention that. I pointed at that because it's green behind me because um, actually we'll, we'll do a bit and I'll put it in at the start. Yes. I need to mention how we're like. Um, right, we'll do that now. Okay. We must get back to... Uh, Magic. Uh, no, the, the Last of Us. The Last of Us, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. long ago, I forgot it. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. I don't know why we're whispering. It's not like people are, can hear <laughs> it's that fun. we're about to record something now that we forgot to put at the start. <laughs> um, so we'll record that now, yep. cut it out of this bit, put it at the start, and no one will know any difference. And again, I don't know why I'm whispering because nobody who's going to listen to the podcast is here to be able to oh, see. I need what. to unslump myself as well because I was a bit taller when we first got here. Okay, oh, I love your I love your work on continuity. Anyway, so um, this next bit's going to be at the start, so you're not going to see it or hear it. So um, we'll carry on talking about the Last of Us next. Right, so we're back. Um, Baz, that was seamless. Yes, no, um, we've 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 recorded a bit in between stop. the bit when I said we're going away and this bit where we've come back. Um, but I'm going to put that in at the start, and you'll never guess where it is. <laughs> because I'm so, I've got such magic editing hands, you won't even notice it. Until you get to this point, and then you'll rewind and go, right, which bit did he shoehorn in? Because he forgot to do it the first time around. And you realise it's nearly all of it, in fact. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, The Last of Us. Yes. <laughs> hey. um, I really don't like to say, I... Um, uh, I, I'm I'm not into zombie stuff, so I was a bit kind of like, mm, is, is this is this going to be for me? But I found it uh, I found it gripping, um, and I found it was, I think it was it was one of those where that they only released one a week, isn't it? Yes, they didn't let you binge the whole thing. Yeah, correct. And so at the time, 
I was fucking furious at the end of each one because I wanted to watch the next one immediately because that's what <laughs> like, that, that's what we've all turned into. Like these days. the old days, as we were yeah. <laughs> but now it's like you're gonna have to wait a week, and I hated it and loved it in equal measure. That that's that's what they made us do. Yeah, but but it's like for for you and I, it's it's really only quite a recent thing in the last five years really that yeah. like, stuff gets like you know released all in one go even BBC do it at once well, yeah, yeah. you and I grew up with going oh, oh I won't be able to watch next week so I'll have to uh, video record it <laughs> yeah or, or before you had a video it was like I'm just going to have to ask someone at school yeah exactly uh, what happened because I, I, I'm going to be I'm going to be at swimming practice I'm not going to be able to see it yeah, all my family are watching something they want, and we only got one telly, so I can't watch it on my own. Right, we should move on from yeah. just being like uh, <laughs> Mars. We, 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 we slumped back into uh, miserable old fuckers saying, "Wasn't it great in the old days?" Uh, it's an easy fit um, for me. I'm not going to lie. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so you wouldn't have watched uh, The Walking Dead or any of those other sort of uh, no. yeah apocalyptic zombie things. No, none. Not into uh, movie. The, the only zombie stuff I've watched is. Um, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a really good one, to be fair. Which is fucking <laughs> tremendous, by the way. That is not a movie that was released in 2023, yes. but it's a fucking brilliant movie, and the whole of the Cornetto trilogy are incredible, so go and watch them all. <laughs> uh, so um, I am a, I am a, um, a quite an ardent um, zombie of all sorts, you know, watcher. Right. So, I, and so this was a bit of a surprise when it came out, because I'd already, I'd watched all of The Walking Dead, and... Fear the Walking Dead and all the other Walking Dead things that came out and all the movies and various things that came out. So, I sorry, but sorry to interrupt, Baz. Yeah. I, I didn't realise that you were saying the name of something there when you said Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, fear the Walking Dead is. is, is I, I, I just thought you had said like I'd seen the Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> yes. I was like, are you that traumatized from watching the Walking Dead? I, you actually fear that zombies are amongst I'll us. Watch too that... much of it. It's literally. I believe it's real now. <laughs> Sorry, go. So, no, as somebody, yeah. as somebody who's a big fan of uh, the zombie genre, yeah. Um, what was your take on the Last well, of Us? I went into it not knowing anything about the game, and and I really enjoyed it. I, you know, for, for me, there wasn't it wasn't over zombie. Yeah, you know, there wasn't a million zombies like there were in the movie, you know, um, World War Z or whatever it's called, mm. or Z as we would say properly. Uh, and yes. then um, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> thanks for correcting. Well, I didn't want you sort of glaring at me through the screen. Well, yeah, <laughs> you didn't want me editing that out and just putting a big Z <laughs> over the top of it. So yeah, uh, there wasn't as much as many zombies in it. Obviously, there was a, a fair quota, but. Obviously, the stories and the game were about the relationship between uh, the main characters, uh, one of who is a grown man, and then kind of like him having to escort this young girl through this sort of zombie apocalypse to get her to somewhere. I can't, I can't quite remember, but she, she's this, this, some kind of genius, right? No, it's because she had she had a mutation, That's it, yes, That's which it. she her blood could be the key That's to. It, yeah. Um, to an antidote. There you go. Um, so she was like precious cargo. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, yeah. No, I thought it was a great uh, a great show, um, and I really enjoyed it. Can I just say though that like I've spoken at length though to um, someone who was a massive fan of the game before mm. there was an adaptation into into the program, uh, and he's and he was saying that there's a massive kind of fallout between gamers because mm. some people are saying, well, look, you know, that you know. They they didn't do it exactly like the game is, and then there's other people going, well, yeah, it's an adaptation. Because so one of the standard episodes is uh, the one about the two gay men. Yes. Uh, 
So that is, that actually happens in the game, but obviously it's that's just, kind of a standalone episode, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that, it's that, quite, that it's quite different to all the others. Yeah. So that does because those, those those are characters that they that he knows or you know the, the right. main character knows, um, but in the game it, it actually ha- you know they are characters and that is a part of the storyline. But they're saying that the the extension of that as it goes on to when they were you know they were older wasn't sort of part of the game. I might be wrong with this, but this is what I'm saying. So a lot of people are kind of going, oh yeah. But they, but you'd also have a load of people going, oh, so fucking woke. Yeah, well, you know, people, you know, you know, people my, my, my message my message to gamers who are getting angsty at the fact that the um, TV show didn't reflect accurately what happened in the game is. Um, both were fucking made up, so chill out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It's you know what I mean. It didn't happen. Yeah. All right. So do you know what I mean? Oh, if one of them's slightly different hate. to the other, just chill out, mate. People, all right. It's play, not real. None games, of it actually happened. People who play games don't think the world's like you think it is. Well, maybe they need to start doing that. Right. Okay. So the next one, Baz. Yes. Um, that I'm nominating for best TV of the year was a BBC, I think. Um, was Happy Valley. Oh, yes. Happy Valley is... um, Happy Valley tells the story of a um, close-to-retirement, cynical policewoman. Yes. um, And all the things that happen in her life. Um, uh, The main crux of the story is that her daughter took her own life. And um, she blames... Um, a guy she was involved with at the time. Yeah. And um, a kid came from this. Um, one side thinks it's a relationship. The other side thinks it was not consensual. Yes. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of caused fractious relationships in her family because some people see this child as just kind of re- a reminder of what, the girl went through and why she took her own life and so on and so on. Um, so it's, it's a, this, the, the, the character of the father of this child resurfaces and things like that. So it's all about that. Um, and the interesting thing about this, Baz, I heard this was coming out and heard it was going to be brilliant. So I went back and watched the first two series first. Yes. It's the third series. And there was a six year, six or eight year gap. In between season two and season three. Yeah. See, see, I've mixed from calling it series to season yeah. for our transatlantic audience. Yeah. Um, it's a series. <laughs> um, do you know the reason why there was an eight-year gap between season two and season three? I don't. I think I'd, I'd recall hearing, but you, you remind me. It's because when it was written, the kid needed to be a certain age because of what happens in terms of the relationship between him and his dad. Okay, yes. Yeah. So a kid that, so it was written with the kid as a certain age. The TV company or, or the writers or whatever wanted to keep wanted to use the same actor. Yeah. For the kid and because there was 8 years difference in time. Yeah. Between the second one and the third one as it was written. They had to wait eight years for the kid to grow up and be the right age. That's proper continuity, isn't it? That is brilliant, isn't it? His name hey? is uh, Reese Connor, by the way, the, the actor. And do you know what? Yeah. I when I found that out, I was like, "Why?" Because in the first two, I th- I think his acting lets it. I mean, he's a young kid, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to be too harsh, but I think his acting in the first two really lets it down. Yeah. Um, 
So I only mentioned that, not to slag him off, but only mentioned that to say it really surprised me when I found out they waited for him to get old uh, enough to do the next one instead of just going, fuck it, we'll do it next year, uh, make all the adults look a little bit older and cast him as a different, uh, a different actor. So I, I think it was a brilliant, brilliant thing that they did was to like wait for this kid to get old enough to do it. Yeah, I was just checking that the director or the writer weren't um, a Mr. Connor and he's, that wasn't their son, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. So I, I think it was a brilliant, brilliant, uh, brilliant show, and I loved the fact that there was a load of hype about it. So I went back and watched the first two. Well, look, so so so, so it was like this is coming out, and I ended up watching three like series of something. So so here's my admission: is, is the reason why um, I only saw series three. I saw Sarah Lancashire had been in this this um, program called Happy Valley. I assumed it was a comedy. <laughs> oh, right. So it, it went past me. I just assumed it was some kind of, you know, like, um, what was the other police um, that uh, Nick Berry was in? Heartbeat. Yeah, so I just I figured... I figured <laughs> it does sound a well, bit I, like I, it. It never crossed my mind. So Sarah, Sarah Lancashire is set in like a sort of kind of northern Yorkshire, Lancashire yeah. type area, because it never specifies really, does it? And then, no. um, and, and then a Happy Valley thought... That's probably maybe maybe I'll just give it a miss. So I never never even crossed my mind. And then when it came on and there was a bit of hype, I thought, "Oh, I'll go and watch the first episode." And the first episode of series three, it's proper fucking straight goes in hard hitting, isn't it? There's a lot of brutal <laughs> stuff goes on in that show. And I was like, "Oh God, I can't believe I missed out on all this." So yeah, yeah. And look, on, on all of these, I mean, it's much easier to give a little synopsis of a film. Yes, uh, but obviously, it, it's difficult for us to talk about all the different plot lines and storylines and things that are um that, that are involved in uh, in these because they you know they're like yeah. eight or ten hours long yeah and there's loads of intertwined stories going on and different characters getting yeah. up to different things and it is a it is a really really good show and if um i think it is available in the states yes um if you look at happy valley because there is like bbc um, stuff if not i'm sure there'll be somewhere you can stream it on the dodge do you know what i mean yeah i think it's I'm worth sure noting as well that like um both sarah lancashire and james norton who play um i think it's, yeah, it's tommy isn't it yes those two actors uh, like particularly sarah lancashire because she was from a um a long-running tv program called coronation street i don't know why i put that on uh <laughs> <laughs> i enjoyed it though man <laughs> so yeah so uh, she was in that and I think she played Raquel, and she was. Uh, she did. She's not. She obviously had storylines like people did, but she was generally quite a sort. She of was like, quite ditzy, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, and she. Yeah, you know, so most of her, most of her stories were quite, you know, funny. And then James Norton also played a, a vicar in, you know, something recently, and you know, and good acting props to him because in this, like, he was proper fucking evil, wasn't he? Yes, and, then, and he was brilliant. Yeah, and she's brilliant, brilliant. She's actor. hard as fucking nails as well. So yeah. there's no denying yeah, yeah, that they both sort of came together and it worked out well. But yeah, just, that, that was what threw me as well. Just she mainly was the reason that I never really dived into series one and two because I was like, yeah, it's going to be like heartbeat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was wrong. Uh, yeah, no, cool. So yeah, it's a really, really good choice. That one, Mike. Right. Well, let's move on then, Baz. Yes. To the worst TV. I'm not going to go through four nominations for this because I can't be asked. Yeah. So I'm going to go straight in with one, right? Yeah. And you know what? The worst TV show of 2023, in my opinion, could be seen as mildly controversial. Yeah. Um, because there are fuckloads of people who think it's incredible. Okay. Uh, and admittedly, I only jumped in at this point and there's been loads of series before it. And I have mentioned this on uh, on... 
the Facebook page before as well. Yes. The worst TV show of 2023 for me was Succession. Okay, interesting. We went back to the start, right? Because we heard that this is good. So we went back to the start, yeah. um, hoping to catch up um, and then watch the last one. So when I say the worst thing of 2024, uh, 2023, the one I watched wasn't from 2023, but the whole hype of it was. Yes. So I'm shoehorning it in. Yeah, yeah. The problem I had with it, Baz, is that um, I knew that it was really, really good and or loads of people said it was brilliant and this new final season was coming or whatever. Yeah. So we went back to try and get into it. And we did, no, do you know what? We gave it a real good go. Yep. We watched five episodes, I think, maybe six. Yep. And I just couldn't get there. It's, to, to me, it was the whole premise of it, I believe, is that it's who is going to in- inherit the company. Uh, yeah, and, I believe it is. All the cash and all the, you know, everything that comes with it. And it's like, it introduces loads of members of the family and it's like, oh, are they going to inherit it? Are they going to inherit it? And and in the end, I, I, I didn't like any of the characters. And I get that you're not supposed to like them because they're all horrible bastards. Yeah, yeah. But by not liking them, I didn't give a shit who inherited it. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of the... The kind of the premise and the, the the whole point of the show is who's gonna who's gonna inherit it, who's gonna carry it on, who's gonna lead the company, who's gonna you know t- take this legacy and you know and, and and move it on and things. And I just I didn't care, I didn't care. And like I say, it was about after about three, I was like, I'm gonna fucking pot this. And I think we did another two or three after that, and I was just like, yeah. oh, I'm not I'm not into it. You have so. to you have to for me you, that was give it. it a go, didn't you? I did. I gave it yeah. far too much of a go. The the thing I liked about it, because I only caught a couple of episodes and watched them through, was the fact that uh, Ferris Bueller's best mate's in it. Mm. <laughs> yes, because he's one of those people that whenever I see him in anything, I'm like, I can't take him seriously. No, that's it. I just yeah. can't do it. And he plays a serious character in this, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he, he didn't kick any Ferraris, which was a bit Ooh. disappointing. He didn't put them on bricks one. and tried to wind them backwards. So. No, no, no. <laughs> And if you don't know what that's about, folks, go and watch Ferris Bueller's Day. There, there you go. So, Baz, what's your my worst um, program? Of, uh, worst program? Worst TV show of 2023? Well, so I was checking this. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to something that's back on this this year, and I could, I swore blind it was last year, but it wasn't. So I'm kind of doing a thing that bridged the gap, if you can allow me, because I think if we're talking about really bad television programs, I, I can't help but mention it. I'll allow it, Baz. Okay, thank you. It, so it's it's the, the the premise and the cast and everything should be like should make it a thing because it's written by Jed Mercurio who wrote um, uh, in the Line of Duty, right? Line of Duty. Mm, yeah. So it should be brilliant because it's awful. It's called Trigger Point. It's the fucking worst program I've ever seen in my entire life. So I watched three or four episodes of the first series and said, like you said, I potted it off because I just couldn't. It was driving me mad. And then is that is that the one with Vicky McClure? Oh, and I love her because like she's yeah you know, she's done so much good stuff. So I thought it's going to be good, right? And yeah. I watched the first episode of the start of this new season series. Oh god, it's the fucking worst thing ever. It's like someone's written a police program for like a nine-year-old child, and everything about it is like that. It's just so bad. It's just ridiculous. So what 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 in particular about the first series was it that you didn't like so it's kind of like 
all the so all the stuff is in there. You know, they're chasing someone who's planting bombs. Yeah, and everything in it is just a sort of like a pastiche or a thing where, like, you know, the, the classic. Oh, do I cut the red or the blue wire? Every single thing they encounter is of that ilk, where it's yeah. fucking obvious what's going to happen, but it's just really poorly executed. It's like <laughs> literally, if you wrote a, a load of stuff, how can I make it really stupid? I'd actually shoehorn pointless bits into it and drama that doesn't need to be there. It's fucking awful. That's the biggest rant I've had about any program ever in the world. It really is. Yeah. And do you know what, Baz? Here comes a bombshell. <laughs> yes. I really enjoyed the first series. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> everything about it was like, you know, you know when Adrian Ness is at the start of her, her mm. boss and you know the, the big bomb goes off. He had loads of time. To, they all had time to get out of the way, but they're yeah. too busy going, oh, no, I think I've set a bomb off. Have you? Oh, no, I need to tell you something about yourself before the bomb goes off. <laughs> Read a book. It's just, oh, I just, oh, just couldn't believe do, it. Do you know what, Baz? I love this. <laughs> I love the fact that we've disagreed on this because in three years of doing yeah, this, yeah. a podcast together and two years or whatever it is of doing mildly controversial podcasts. Yeah, yeah. We agree on almost everything. Oh, yeah. So I quite like the fact that we've disagreed on something that we're not going to argue no, no, all no. out about, yeah, it's but it's good. nice to have... Uh, it's, it's actually nice to disagree about something. I'm quite, I quite like that. I, well, I'm really looking forward to the new season. Well, I, so. well, I, feel, I feel I must have... Sorry, either, series yeah, is a British show. I feel I've either missed something or I've just immediately gone in with the point where I've just said, yeah, it needs to be line of duty and there needs to be no you know, things in it, yeah. Do you know what, Baz, though? I think you might have explained it, though. You said it's like a police show for a nine-year-old. Maybe my TV watching is... Yeah. is I watch TV with a nine-year-old brain and just enjoy stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Well, like you say, this is the reason why we have these conversations about, like, do you like stuff? It's like, you know, it's, like, it's yeah. got... It's, I mean, it's not just taste. It's that thing, isn't it? It's like... Yeah. Well, no, it is taste. It literally is. When we go through my movie list later, there's a huge gap in taste in there. So, Well, do you know what? And then when we do go through the movie the, the, the movie stuff later, it's, um, it highlighted something to me that because I don't watch many movies, there are things that I'll talk about through the movies that uh, I watched on your recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are things that I recognised as... I'm only thinking like this because I don't watch movies very oh, right, often. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit like, you know, I don't read books very often mm. either. Um, so it's a bit like if I sat down to read a book, I would probably lose concentration at points and go through like three pages and go, fuck, I don't remember anything from those three. <laughs> I don't get engaged by a book or anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that is a skill that the more you read a book, the more you can skim read but take loads in. It, it is a skill. And I think, I know this sounds stupid, but over from watching the films that I've watched over the last um, the last four days, I think I've there is a skill even to watching a movie. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Where sometimes you need to, because sometimes you need to know when to suspend disbelief. Sometimes you need to know when you kind of accept that stuff's going to happen because it'll get better in the end. I think instead of going, "Oh, this is shit," after you know of. Or, or I don't like this bit, or I don't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think sometimes when you're watching a movie, you just need to go, just, just let it go. Yeah. And judge it at the end. Do you know what I mean? So I, I sometimes wonder as well as if your expectation for it to be really good based on something else, and it's just not as good as the thing that you were preparing yourself for. Which maybe it's, you know is the other thing. We'll come to that later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to that later because I do have a really interesting point on that. Okay. <laughs> to box off TV, there is one. Um, 
very brief TV moments. I want to I want to nominate as the best TV moment of 2023. Go on. It was in the Squid Game Challenge. It was um, my highlight of all the TV of all of 2023 was when Eric Roberts, who lives down the road, he went to congratulate somebody for being picked to do something, who then had an opportunity to save somebody else. He went up to kind of congratulate him and also say, please pick me. Um, and he went, he put his arm up to tap him on the back. The guy walked off and he was just left hanging. <laughs> it's like the biggest hang ever, wasn't it? It's just the, uh, you just, it was so, <laughs> it was so, so funny. Because um, I, I kind of, yeah, I, I kind of knew the writing was on the wall um, at that stage, but uh, that Eric wouldn't uh, stay in it much longer. <laughs> but I absolutely, it was just the funniest thing. It was Cringy, but also really, really funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So that was my that was my highlight of twenty twenty three TV. <laughs> <laughs> right, movies, Baz. Okay, Let's move cool. on to movies. So, um, as explained earlier, this is Baz's um, area of expertise. But um, <clears throat> so I'll explain what happened um, a, a week or so ago in terms of giving me my brief for this week. Um, Baz has nominated his top three movies of twenty twenty three. Um, understandably and obviously I hadn't seen any of them so I had to watch them this week um, he also gave me his worst movie um, of the year yeah. and um, I also took on a couple that he didn't ask me to watch but I also watched <laughs> the two biggest movies of 2023 which were Oppenheimer and Barbie yeah. so I think we'll start there Baz yes um, we'll start with Oppenheimer and Barbie go on then um, okay so Oppenheimer. The, can I just mention the, the, the first obvious thing? Yeah, you're still you're still alive. I mean, that's long enough for you to live your whole life in, right? <laughs> it's, it's huge, isn't it? Some people are going to be confused if they're watching as well because I've watched an awful lot of films and I may have shorter hair and shorter beard than the last time they saw me. It should have been the other way around. It should have been my beard should have been much much longer and my hair's all over the place, like I've been found on a desert island because I've watched so many movies in the past few days. Um, but yeah, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is a very, very long movie. Yeah, um, and loads of people have warned me it was really long. It was, it was, I think it was something like I think it's three hours and two seconds. Okay, yeah. Oppenheimer. I just thought, um, I thought it was a brilliant film. Yeah, uh, really good. I was, I was kind of engaged through a lot of it. I think one of the things that, again, as a movie watching novice, um, there was a few times I. I struggled at times to figure out where I was in time. Yes, um, because they, 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 you know, they did, they did try and help me by putting a load of it uh, by putting one chunk of time in black and white. Yes. <laughs> so they had it was it was pretty much three chunks of time, wasn't it? And I couldn't really work out where they were at, at some time. Yes. But yeah, one one stage of time was in black and white to to kind of help people. Yeah. But they needed a third one. They needed to put one in yellow or something because there was two bits in colour that I didn't understand where we were. It was a really good, really good. I didn't know anything about the story. Um, it was really good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was it was gripping. It was terrifying. Um, uh, it was interesting to see the different characters and things like that. So um, I'm aware that I'm fucking rubbish at movie reviews, by the way. Well, no, you um, said everything but, that you like about it. That's a fucking good review, to be fair. But we yeah, well, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just, I, I really did like it. Um, 
And having, I kind of Googled stuff at the end. And one thing that came from it is he's chatting to Einstein. And I don't know why, but in my head, yeah. Einstein's about fucking 200 years ago. Yeah. He's not just before the Second World War. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, which is bizarre, isn't it? That's, that's the it's, weird thing. It's nuts. I'm just like, well, that's actual Einstein. Because yeah. in my head, I've only ever seen Einstein in black and white, so I just assumed he was like 1800. Well, that's why they put me in black and white for you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. That, that. But, um, but no, no, I, th- I thought it was a really, really good movie. And I was. Um, I was a bit, and I was, I was going into it with a fair amount of trepidation that I'm going to have to dig through three hours of a movie about nuclear bombs in the second world war yeah. do you know what i mean um but it 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 didn't feel for me it didn't feel like three hours yeah no, I agree. um i didn't look at my phone very often and i was kind of i checked the time every so often because uh, i was watching it during the day and i had to pick the kids up from school at some <laughs> point and i was like you were just trying to explain uh yeah i didn't pick you up because you know i don't know if you noticed but like we're in a race here against the russians and, the- <laughs> <laughs> and it's a really long movie and i'd sit to the end <laughs> yeah, yeah well you know what i mean I, 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 I couldn't just come now <laughs> well, i need to find out if uh if america are going to beat russia and germany in a race to uh, to uh to throw a um, a nuclear bomb somewhere. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, I can't just go, come pick you up from school. It's trivial after that. Yeah, I like when you got to pick up Shane and you realised he was 18. You've been so long watching the movies. <laughs> See, I got to pick you up from school and it's just a wasteland. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like white <laughs> dust. <laughs> I'm too late. So, so it's weird. I, I was a bit, um, I, I was a bit not nervous. That thing about, oh, I wasn't sure about like how I was going to get on with it because, you know, it's, yeah. it's a serious subject. It's, it's a big film. It's, you know, everything about it is, Sort of staring down the, uh, the the Oscar route, isn't it? So you, yeah, you know it's going to have um, loads of stuff. And Christopher Nolan's, you know, not known for for making sort of short movies and non sort of epic stuff. But yeah, I, I just I, I think the way it was done because the story itself is, you know, it's, it's it's a serious subject. You know, absolutely. From the beginning, you realise there weren't gonna moral be, dilemma. Yeah, there weren't going to be that many laughs in it, was there? No. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was the odd bit, you know, like when they were getting ready for the for the bomb and like you know they're getting ready to build it all is that stuff of kind of how blase they were about they were just about to set off a nuclear device yeah and then also that sort of stuff of like when someone would come in and they would they would be a little bit further ahead and there's yeah. all that jealousy about like who oh who who came up with this then oh well you know, yeah the other team did oh for fuck's sake yeah uh, but yeah and it's just really really interesting like you know they they built an, a, a town in the middle of fucking nowhere because it had to be done in secret. Yeah, and, Nuketown, yeah. And all that. And um, then moved into a house and there was no kitchen in it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also the, the, the whole sort of trial at the end of you know, him, like, so what they're trying to do is kick him off the program, weren't they, basically? Yeah. And they, you know, it was like a trial in an office where he sat, yeah. listened to people, like, either shitting on him or bigging him up. And it was like, that's bizarre. And all the people that he'd done all this work for were literally going, oh, uh, yeah, we want to. You're a commie. We want you out of here. It was during that period, yeah. wasn't it? And then bringing yeah. in every little connection he had with anybody, like his brother and you know, uh, like his former lover who had sort of connections with the Communist Party, which so many famous people did in, in that period of time in in America, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. it's just got to go. You've just done possibly the invented the most amazing thing, even though it ended up being quite. A, yeah, like a, a you know a, a sort of disastrous th- thing that he'd done. But I think that's but I think that's a really important point about the movie was that um, he knew, like he he had a fear 
all the way through the development of it yeah. that this could potentially end the world. Yeah. Well, but if he doesn't do it, somebody more... If he doesn't do it, then somebody more evil could do it. This, do you this, know what I mean? This is the funny thing where they were about to do the first test and they said, well, it could actually eva- you know, evaporate the whole world if we get this it wrong. It could ignite the <laughs> yeah. atmosphere. And they were like... <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, like literally, we could set this off now, and that'd be the end of everything. Possibly for the whole yeah. universe as well. Because, yeah, because we don't know what it's going to do. It could just did, just kill everything. I did like the celebrations after the successful test. I was like, that's more than just saying, yeah, it works. Yeah, I was yes. like, yay, the here. world still exists. <laughs> but, but imagine there was some. There was a point at which they genuinely didn't know. Once they sort of set this thing off, that they could have destroyed the entire planet Earth. Yeah, they said they kept saying, "What are the chances of that happening?" Uh, close to zero. Close to zero. Everyone who heard the phrase "close to zero went close to zero. <laughs> so not actually zero. Yeah. <laughs> nope. But yeah, you it might do. You, you, you can see how it was definitely uh, an Oscars movie because it it just had yeah. all the elements in there, like you know the big performances, the big sets, the. Uh, yeah, everything about it was huge, wasn't it? Killian Murphy was incredible. By yeah, the way. I, was, I was trying to find. I couldn't remember how his um, his Peaky Blinders accent went, so I had to go and find a video because I was like, "That's not the same bloke. He can't be doing that." Oh, well, I mean, I presume that I've not seen Peaky Blinders, but I presume in Peaky Blinders he had a Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, accent. yeah. In this one, he had an American accent. He's Irish. So. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, but it's mad. <laughs> it's, it's mad that like he's gone from that to that. So, but also in this, he he had to play himself you know, a number of different stages of his life. Yes. And I think they did that really, really well. You know, it it, it looked, it it genuinely looked like the same man 20, 30, 40 years uh, apart in time. So very, very good movie and I really enjoyed it. So, so that's Oppenheimer. Yep. Um, Barbie. Go on then. Um, well, do, you, do you want me to go first on Barbie? Because I think go on, you go. Yeah, you go first on Barbie. That's a good idea. So I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't really know I didn't. I, I hadn't read anything about it. I obviously knew that it had some, you know, big Hollywood people in it, and so I didn't know the whole thing about it. You know, about how the plot went of them stepping, you know, out of Barbie Land, and well, we're going to ruin the film, aren't we? Because we can't talk about it, and stepping into reality. I didn't know that was part of the plot. I don't. I don't think that is ruining it. Yeah. I think that's well. Yeah, I suppose you agree there, but I didn't. I didn't even realize that was part of the plot. I didn't. Right. You know, I didn't realize that. You know, and yeah, I'd seen lots of. Talk about it being woke and blah 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 blah, and that doesn't bother me because I'm you know I generally watch anything. But I quite yeah. I, I just I, I quite liked the fact that they managed to eke a, sort of a fairly good performance out of people based on the on the premise of the storyline because ostensibly it, yeah. it's, it's it's a you could say it's a sci-fi film or a fantasy film or whatever. I mean there was clearly a message in there about you know how Barbie when it first came out should have been an empowering toy and you know and it, it did for many you know. You, it was the first sort of doll that yeah you know, that wasn't a baby doll for people. It wasn't a baby that, that didn't that that didn't force young children to pretend to be at home mums. Yes, so the, yeah, so so I get all that and and like so I, I tend to when I watch movies anyway, I tend to sort of like deliberately try to enjoy it. You know, yeah, that's why when I get something I don't like. I've tried to enjoy even the things I hate. This is what I'm saying yeah. to you. But so yeah, yeah. I, I deliberately try to enjoy it. Um, I thought for me it was. I, I went to the cinema to see it anyway, so it was it was slightly different, um, and there's less chances for you to get distracted in cinemas anyway. So mm. that's why people always say you should go and watch you know, movies in cinemas, isn't it? But uh, yeah, no, I, I I can't say anything like bad about it. Um, I can't also 
like get to the point of going, oh, yeah, for me it was the best movie of the year. Like a lot of people had. A lot of people I know went to see that on a Saturday and Oppenheimer on the Sunday and said it was best movie weekend ever because it, that was end to end of kind of movie spectrum and all things thrown yeah, together. Yeah, you, you can't get further apart <laughs> yes. in terms of um, style of movie yeah. and um, not gravitas, but importance. No, I think of gravitas message. is definitely yeah. the word on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, for me, I personally, I tried to like it. I enjoyed it. Not not the best movie I've ever seen, and. It's just largely forgettable for me as well. So, yeah, I, I liked it. It was all right. Yeah. Well, the for me, the first 10 minutes or whatever, it was all in Barbie land. Um, I almost turned it off. Oh, right. I was like, fucking hell, if this is the whole movie like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is what took me, yeah. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I didn't understand. Like, So uh, it's not spoiling the movie. You haven't seen it to say yeah. that. It starts in Barbie land where everything's perfect. The, all the Barbies live in Barbie land. Um and um, then one of the Barbies goes into the real world, experiences the real world. But does, does she do something things... first, which is non-Barbie-like in Barbie Land, and she begins to change, doesn't she? She begins to change because of something that's happening in the real that's world, yes, which means she has to go into the real world yes. to find out why it's affected her in Barbie Land. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's not spoiled anything for anyone. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, the, there are the, there are messages in there and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm surprised Mattel gave it the okay, which they must have done, because quite a lot of times Mattel gets slated, yeah, for like Barbie just basically just being this thing that like oversexualizes stuff and you know gives like eating disorder, like, encourages eating disorder and all that. They get absolutely slated throughout Yeah, it. but I, I, I um, guess, though, that they, they would look back and go, well, that was never our intention. Do you know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure... I know, yeah. but like, for, for, them to, for them to rubber stamp something yeah. that basically slags off their product, um, I thought was quite surprising. But anyway, back to the movie. The um, Like I said, for the first 10 minutes, uh, the first 10 minutes for me was a combination of, if it stays like this, I'm fucking turning yeah, it off. Yeah. And secondly... Being very distracted because Margot Robbie as Barbie looks incredibly like my daughter Charlotte. Oh really? Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I just couldn't, I, I couldn't <laughs> stop. I was, just, I kept taking pictures of the screen, going, "Okay, now," and like sending it to her. So I don't know if anyone's told you that, but <laughs> yes. you look like Margot Robbie. She obviously took it as a massive compliment yeah, when yeah. I sent it to her. But I showed Shay a picture of a still I'd taken of the screen, and said, "Do you think that looks like Charlotte?" He went, "It is, isn't it?" Go oh, right there, you go. And it wasn't. Yeah, that... It was his sister. <laughs> I don't know. He thought it was his sister, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was Margot Robbie. Um, particularly the bit um, when she goes and talks to um, Weird Barbie. Yes. And she, you won't remember it, but it, she was wearing a... I don't remember it because I watched it today. Yeah. Um, she wear, Or yesterday. She wears a... Um, she's just wearing a blue, uh, blue outfit with a white collar, and she's just got slight bangs, which my daughter's yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a fringe uh, to translate it back into English. Um, so yeah, it, uh, I, I was really distracted at the start, just thinking she looks so much like my my eldest daughter. Um, but thankfully, yeah, it did turn into something more than just the whole kind of moving around. It was it was like a real life cartoon, the first the, uh, live action version of a cartoon. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. In the in the first ten fifteen yeah. minutes. Um, and thankfully, it moved on, and there was a story to it, and there was there was a bit of a plot eventually. Um, and it wasn't a bad movie. Um, you could see why I it got you could see why it got made, and, and you know, particularly with the people. I can see made. why it got made. Um, I 
think it's overhyped, or but maybe I'm. I've watched it with the hype first. Is yeah, a, yeah. is a kind of, but I mean, it was difficult to watch that. I don't think anybody watched it before the hype. There was so much hype around. Yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was. It it wasn't two wasted hours of my life. Yeah. Um, but it's um, it's not even one of my favourite movies I've watched this week, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Which by default is one one that <laughs> means it's not one of my favourite movies of twenty twenty three. Yeah, no, but like I think as well. It, also, they were the two biggest kind of you know talked about films in twenty twenty three, and I think the fact they came out at the same weekend and they were sort of both you know fairly diverse opposite ends of the movie going yeah. scale. And also, one of the things I do like did like about Barbie is because I didn't know where it was going. I too was thinking, oh, is it just like two hours of you know them in Barbie Land with some be, funny stuff is going. Is it going to be this? Is it, you know, is it like the Flintstone through. movie or something like that? Where it's just mm. the whole. But yeah, so the fact they break out and then she realizes that the real world, you know, is nothing like her world. And uh, you know, do, do you know there's because um, there's um, Helen Mirren does uh, narration, yeah, and um, throughout. Um, but there was one bit I thought was incredible. Um, and again, this isn't going to spoil anything for somebody who hasn't watched it, but um, there's a moment where Barbie is supposed to look awful and she says, I don't look pretty anymore. And Helen Mirren in the voiceover goes, it's at this point we need to point out casting Margot Robbie uh, was a mistake <laughs> because it completely, you know, basically yeah. she was just saying, you know, it, it, it was a mistake. It doesn't, it doesn't make the point yes. because she's... <laughs> When she's trying to look ugly, she's still beautiful. <laughs> so I thought it was quite funny. But there is one bit, and and by the way, there's uh, Will Ferrell's in it, and I love Will yeah. Ferrell. Um, plays a great character. Plays Will Ferrell basically, yeah. <laughs> but pl- plays most of Will Ferrell's characters. Well, he's kind of like Mattel's CEO, isn't he? In it, yeah, yeah. yeah but he plays it like he plays yeah. most of his characters. <laughs> by the way, um, but no, I thought it was brilliant. But there is one thing that, as I was watching it, I was thinking this, this, and look, I'm not blowing me on trumpet, right? Um, but I think I could have improved that movie. Go on. Right? There was one moment where um, he went in to tell um, Will Ferrell's character that Barbie had gone from Barbie land into the real world. Yep. And he said, and he said, don't come too close to us. He said, oh, like, uh, send me an email. He said, oh, but I need to tell you right now. He said, oh, and, and, and he goes, oh, can I do it via whispers? And he went, oh, okay. So he whispered it, and then around the board table, there was men whispering it one to another, one to another, one to another, one to another, until it got round to Will Ferrell. And I thought the joke was going to be that it had gone through that process, and it was going to be nothing like what the guy had said in the first place. (laughs) But it wasn't. It got to him, and he was like, oh, no, Barbie's... (laughs) The real message would have got through. So it would have been so easy to throw a line in there yeah. when he'd gone, what? What do you mean the, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a catfish stuck to the ceiling? Of, that's yeah, the first yeah. thing I thought. But, do you know what I mean? It would have been so easy to put something like that in because it's been gone through a series of whispers. Um, but yeah, that was it. Anyway, so I think my summary of um, Barbie is um, I found it, it, it was okay. Um, it wasn't a waste of two hours of my life. Correct, yeah, yeah. It was weird as fuck at points. Yes. There, there was points in that where I was thinking, I've never taken hallucinogenic drugs. And watching bits of that movie, I was like, well, that's why. 
I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm glad I haven't because that's why. Because life would be like that. Yeah, that, um, even their journey from Barbie Land to the real world was kind of like through a whole sort of excursion of of, of Barbie toys, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, I mean, look, I mean, there was good bits, there was bad bits. I, I look if. I think without the I think the marketers have done a brilliant job on that movie yeah. because I think without the hype, I think that might have just gone under the radar. Yeah, but I think having Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling like as early doors marketing all around them was the first thing was going to get people there because they, they was like, well, it can't be a shit movie without both those two in it. Yeah. So yeah. Saying that, it's the first movie, unsurprisingly, Baz, it's the first movie I've seen of Margot. First thing, first I've heard of Margot Robbie. So that, really? that shows that shows my um, experience in movies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's the first time I've ever even heard oh of Margot Oh, my God, she's Robbie, like literally so in everything. Like there, there are very few movies made that she's not in at the minute as well. So, Yeah, but if you don't watch movies, you don't see that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I, I really enjoy that thing where you go, I've never heard of Margot Robbie like... So my temptation would be for most people to go, what? But then I realise it's you, so yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. normal. There's nothing, well, there's nothing weird about that. <laughs> let's see, next year's, in the, 2020, in the awards for 2024 movies, yep. maybe I will be more knowledgeable. I'll know more about how to watch a movie. Um, I'll know more actors stroke actresses and have more to bring to this conversation. But I am, I am literally in this as a it, it's like someone who's never watched a movie before in their life yeah, yeah. i'm that inexperienced this, and it's like this is, this is what i thought this is why this conversation <laughs> was always going to be so good because yeah. the thing is it's one of those things it's like uh i like the, the thing is you're expressing it though in terms of people you know in the way that people talk about movies you know because mm. you know they're not real which is always that first thing isn't it yeah well, do you know <laughs> yeah. what i'm i'm my reviews of all these movies, Baz, are never going to be too highbrow for anyone. Yeah. That's the I'm I'm bringing it down yeah. to to a level where anyone can understand what I'm talking about. I'm not going to start talking about narrative yeah. or, or 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 like cinematography and all that. I, I might actually later on yes. one of the ones I'm talking about before, <laughs> but um, only because I've recently learnt what that move what that word means. Yes. But anyway, um, so all right, so that's uh, that's Oppenheimer and Barbie, but they weren't in your top three, Baz. So Baz, talk us through. The first one in your top three that you gave to me to watch this week. Well, I'd, I'd like to do them in order that I watched them, if that's okay. Absolutely. And, and, and I want to preface all of this by first saying that if I, if I could only want, watch one type of movie ever again, it would basically be an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from off of the 80s and, you know, like the late 80s. Because mm. I, I do, Liz always describes, like, she always say, does someone's head explode or do they, you know, is someone getting blown up by a mortar or a bazooka? That's basically mm. the, the kind of, that's the synopsis of the film that I would watch most. Because I, okay. I just like a, I love an action movie. Okay. And I love a movie that, like, has lots of action in it. Yep. So, that, that, I want to preface Got that it. first. So, I'm going to talk yeah. about Sisu first. Okay, because it's an it's an interesting one because a it doesn't start. There's only one. No, there's two recognised actors in it that if you've ever seen movies before that you may have seen them, and and the the first one isn't like so the star of the movie isn't a Hollywood actor. Mm. He's basically uh, I think he's Finnish or he's yeah you know, he's, he's definitely Scandinavian anyway. Yeah, and I, and I should imagine his first language isn't English, so it's it's tantamount to being a. Foreign film, and it, but it, but it's, it's filmed and acted in English. Uh, it's basically a, a Second World War movie in Finland uh, where the Nazis are in charge at the minute and they come across a guy who is a gold prospector. 
so they tried to steal his gold, and uh, they find out to their cost that he appears to have been in what was equivalent of the Finnish SAS. Yes. And then the rest of the movie is by him getting his gold back. Yes. So there isn't much, there, there's not a lot of dialogue in it, and there's not a lot of story. I think it delves into kind of a bit of his past of, you know, of what he may, may not have done. But it's basically a single guy annihilating what would probably be the best part of a, you know, of a large section of Nazis. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, but it's weird because... Wait, 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 which know. I don't mind saying, um, uh, the, the mildly controversial <laughs> podcast, um, back that kind of behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> now, I liked it because I thought it was comical and, and I like um, a lot of the fact that people obviously went, what, what can we put in it would, that would be bizarre ways of people dying for a start mm. and brutal yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's never going to be up there as a sort of a highbrow film, but I just found it really entertaining. Um, over to you. <laughs> this is one of those things, you know, when I've said I need to learn how to watch films, yeah. this is a film where I wish I'd gone into it with the mindset of just suspend disbelief and just enjoy oh, it. Oh, yes, yes. Because there's a number of things going on, because it was kind of like, it is quite graphic, you know there, there there are quite there are quite graphic violent scenes yes. in it, um, but if anybody's seen Inglorious Bastards, yes, there you go. It's a similar sort of thing, and and I'm I was constantly reminded of that because of the the Nazi situation, but also it was it was the violence was Tarantino esque. Oh yeah, that's yes, a really good point. Where yeah. it was it was graphic, but it was almost comic book. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was over the top in parts, yes. and there was things where again I'm not going to ruin the film by saying um, that you do need to suspend disbelief yes. because I'll, I'll 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 give you one example right it won't ruin the movie but at one point there is a man on a tank firing a machine gun <laughs> one of those machine guns you have to sit on that's how big the fucking <laughs> thing is yeah. And he's firing against this guy, and he shields himself with a corpse over his shoulders. That's it, yes. Right? <laughs> yes. So that's the sort of thing that you just have to stop yourself going, as fucking is. Yes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. You've got to stop yourself saying that Co a few comic times. Comic book is right? definitely the way forward, yeah. It is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's it's like real-life it's real life comic book violence. But, and, and like I say, it's, it's very similar to... Um, it, it it reminded me of uh, the kind of style of Inglorious Bastards a lot, yeah. and a lot of what Tarantino does in terms of some of the things. Like one example is um, in um, Pulp Fiction when uh, the, I'll I won't ruin Pulp Fiction if you haven't seen it. But yeah, but if Marvin, you haven't seen it by now, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, exactly. Why are we not? But <laughs> the the scene where Marvin's life is ended. Yes, remember yeah, that? Yeah. 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 So that's that's enough. People who know, who've seen the film know what I'm talking about now. That is brutally graphic, yeah. but also comedic yes. at the same time. Yeah. And that's what that's what Sisu was really really good yeah. at. The violence is both like graphic and brutal, but also comedic. Yeah, it's yeah. over the top in it. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and, and going back to what you were saying before about there's not much dialogue, and this guy might English might not be his first language. Um. He only speaks one line in the movie. That's right at the end, and it's in Finnish. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> so, so there's a good chance that the guy, uh, it, that English isn't the guy's first language. 
one of the things that I liked about it as well was that obviously it was very anti-Nazi. There's no denying that to the point that it also had that kind of, you know, the, the, the kind of almost over the top dictator leader. You know, you and exactly yes. when they when they're out on the, he's in the lake and they keep sending people out in a boat to go and get him. And every time the boat comes back and there's nobody in it, and yeah, they saying, you go now, <laughs> you, you go now. There was like, uh, don't want to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. It was like sending minions to do his dirty work who he yeah. knew that would be killed. Yeah, so yeah, so actually, the the reason um, I probably liked it was the same reason that you were saying about having. I'm quite used to suspending disbelief, and also it doesn't take a lot of thinking about. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I really, really enjoyed it, and it is a very, very good film. And, uh, yes, go and watch Sisu. Because it's not a film I'd even heard of. Yeah. Um, so uh, maybe people listening or watching won't have heard of it, but do go and watch it. If you, look, if, you've got, if you are of a nervous disposition yeah. and you don't like blood, uh, maybe watch Barbie. Yes. <laughs> there's no, it's not a spoiler to say there's no blood scenes in Barbie. Right. I am going to speak next about um, Tetris. This is an Apple original film. Yes. Isn't it? It's a, a movie made by Apple. Yeah. And it's literally about the game Tetris. And yes. I knew nothing about it. You know, we've spoken about things before where you go, oh, Tetris. So I'd, I watched the trailer, but it didn't really sort of explain too much about it. It just said this guy had seen, you know, um, this this game at um at some corner convention and then found out about it and realized it wasn't licensed and then decided he had to go and find the person who invented it and then he realizes that uh the guy that invented it or that oh, was the rights to it is in Russia. Yes. And it's partly sort of the end of the Cold War, so it must be Yes, 70s, it, was, it was in the USSR days. Yeah, yeah. So he decides because he's a bit of a a bit of a salesman, a bit of a kind of failed entrepreneur as such but he decides to go and see the guy and then realizes there is literally a mountain of red tape to get over this and so while he's investigating it the russian authorities suddenly realize oh well there's uh there's something here so they tried to kibosh his attempts at signing this at every sort of juncture and he actually goes to russia to to you know sign this guy up and and grease people's palms and you know do deals with people but obviously, they must realise at some point. Um, a, we don't want to be part of the, the you know, the the tyrannical um, USA capitalism. Capitalism, and also there's money here, and it, yeah. So, and the best thing I liked about this is I knew nothing of this because yeah, why yeah. would you? You just assume it was written by a guy that someone put it on a computer game. I think it was. I can't remember what the what the platform was, but it was Nintendo. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's the early Nintendo, and obviously that was the biggest game in the world ever at that point, and. Still is, but yeah, it's just, I, I thought it was one of those things, it's like, when you see it, you go, this can't be true, and it is one where you Google it, you kind of go, fuck, all of this actually did happen. I love, by the way, just as an, just to interject, um, the, I, I love the fact that uh, you're asking, you, you're you're trying to, f- like, like thinking about, uh, I'll just, like, clarify my memory of this, yeah. like, you know, it, it, like, and I look really fucking good, because... You're talking about a movie you watched last year. Yeah. I watched it yesterday or the day before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's why I can remember so much. Yeah, no. <laughs> Since watching the movie, I've Googled kind of how much of this is true or how true to life is this. Yeah. Um, and apart from the car chase at the end. <laughs> yes, which is good. Um, <laughs> which is brilliant. Um, but apart from that jeopardy of the car chase and the fact that in the movie he's flying to and from country to country and, and it was just basically he flew to... Russia, yeah. all that shit was going on, but he was in Russia when it all 
was going yeah. on. Um, I think that the because uh, ultimately the, the the guy who invented it in the first place, and this guy who, like you say, was a kind of a failed entrepreneur, but like put everything on the line, like remortgaged his house and all that kind of shit. Um, they own the Tetris company now, and it's the most successful game of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've both become fabulously wealthy yes. from it. Um, so that's, I mean, that's not spoiling the movie. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's like, that's real life. That's what actually happened. Um, so it, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great, uh, it was a great movie. It was a kind of a, cause yeah, going into it, I was just like, how interesting could a film about fucking Tetris be? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I, I watched it cause on, it was on Apple. I thought oh, I've got nothing to do. I'll watch it. Yeah, but I, I, I thought it was really, really good. Um, really interesting that that was the story because obviously you've got um, Robert Maxwell in there as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, who is trying to counter bid for the rights. Oh, to shit, it yeah, I forgot about times. that. Yes, yeah, so they try to and steal it like, off him, don't they? So he's counter bidding. You've got people who are like going behind other people's backs and like proposing deals behind other people's backs. And um, for people in the UK, they'll remember that this is the time when Robert Maxwell was basically about to become declared bankrupt yeah. because he'd he'd spunked away all the pension money from um all these companies and he you know on paper was a billionaire but he had no cash at all um and ultimately if he had been successful and he'd have signed the deal and again I'm not spoiling anything because people know that he didn't yeah it's a real life thing isn't um, it? <laughs> yeah exactly um if he had have done, that would have solved all the problems. Yeah, yeah, and that's why he was so keen to sign yeah. it because he knew it was going to be big. Um, whereas he ended up, he, you know, he died in mysterious circumstances on a boat, yeah. off a boat, fell off the side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, off a boat. More accurately than on a boat, um, it was his death. Um, but yeah, in suspicious circumstances, well, they just put the body somewhere, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, all of this stuff. But I, I had no idea that he was friends with Gorbachev uh, and all this. So really, really interesting because um, much as I don't – I didn't know anything of the story of Tetris, it had bits of stuff I remember from when I was a kid yeah. interwoven in with it. Um Like, you know, Gorbachev and Robert Maxwell and real people I'd actually heard of, you know. Yeah. Um, and obviously knew uh, knew what Tetris was. So, um, so no, look, I mean, um, both Sisu and uh, and Tetris. I was just like, I was delighted that you'd highlighted them to me, and um, and I were uh, and I watched and enjoyed them. Uh, I want to talk about the third one because I've also seen it in the cinema, and I I think as well. The best place to see films is in the cinema. There's no denying mm. it. There's some films that I wouldn't bother with, but I think some things that you know are going to be look better on a big screen. Yeah. Like you should go to the cinema. So, um, I, I once again I didn't know too much about Wonka. Um, I've seen. And I want to talk about Timothy Timothy Chalamet first. Who's the? Is he the guy who, he's played, the guy who played Wonka? Uh, he's okay. like he's he's a big thing at the minute. He's been in loads of stuff. I just want to sort of give out a recommendation. If he's in anything, I think it's worth watching because I've watched June recently. I saw him in a thing called The King, and like for someone who's so young, like he's the, the guy's a proper. You know, he, he can act. So yeah. I think going into Wonka, um, I thought it was good. Um, I'd also seen the Johnny Depp version of you know um, 
Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory, which was mm. a couple of years ago, and which I liked as well. But um, this is a different. They call it a reimagination, don't they? So it's basically yes. it's the story of Willy Wonka as a young young man. So it's, it's almost like a prequel, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, a little bit. But it's like, yeah. it's like it's like what happened. How did he become a yeah chocolatier? Chocolatier, or yeah, or, or Wonka, yeah. So basically, it, it, but it comes from a slightly different angle. It's a bit more fantastic, and you know, it explains his his journey beforehand. And then obviously he gets to a town, and all he wants to do is make chocolate because there's, there's a story about his mother, who mm. yeah, and who made him a chocolate, and he, which he keeps. And um, yeah, so basically, it's it's another fantasy tale. There's a bit of magic involved. Uh, and he turns up in this town, and then like there's there's three chocolate makers there already who are classic Disney villains for want of a better term, yes. and they just want rid of him, and so yeah. they 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 corrupt a cop in the town, uh, and they try to get rid of him, and then he ends up being uh, kind of what's the word like? There's a word for it where he get, ends up getting. Uh, like chain gang or press gang or thrown into like a, this poor house where he owes them a debt. So yes. he has to, uh, so basically like a sort of like a prison and he has to work it yeah. off and he meets in there a few other people that have been done the same way. They form a gang and then they kind of like, you know, make a chocolate shop, don't they? I, I thought the whole production and everything was brilliant. I mean, like, um, I think it's one of the best films I saw last year, purely in terms of, I love going like a cinema experience. So it doesn't necessarily have to change my world and enlighten me to anything, but it, but it's something that's like entertained me for the entire movie. There wasn't a bit where I kind of went, oh, I'm bored of this now. Uh, so you had the highs and the lows and the villains and the good guys and the happiness and the sadness. And yeah, so it's one of those things I think for me, it was a movie that just had everything in it, which keeps you entertained for probably the best part of two hours as well. You didn't see it at the cinema, did you? No, yeah. I didn't see it at the cinema. I saw it in my front room during the day. Yes. Um, well, can I ask, do you, I... do you have a big screen TV? Yes, like big, oh yeah, big... 70 odds. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yes. yeah. that's close. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have to pay. Yes. Um, so yeah, 70 odd inches it is. So so yeah, it was uh, it's, it's big screen, just not cinema screen. Yeah. Um, now, with, with Wonka, I think um, if people haven't seen it, I think I'd be doing them a favour to to tell them that it's kind of, it feels like a theatre show in a movie, if you're not know very I mean. fair, because there's lots of kind of um, ensemble singing things going yeah. on and, and that. And, I forgot it was a musical. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> again, for me, it's it's. I this is one that you know when I said I need to learn how to watch movies. Yeah, yeah. If you if you know what I mean. Um, I kept going like, oh, it just felt really, I was kind of getting in my own way of enjoying it at points because yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, what, this is one I watched with Emma and we were, I just kept looking over and just going, what's going on here? It's a bit weird, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Instead of just enjoy yeah, it yeah. and park all that stuff till the end and if you still feel like that, then fair enough. So like I say, I just need to learn, again, relearn how to watch movies. Um, because, yeah, I was, and, and you know, when I po kind of post rationalized it, I was like, I love the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, the Gene Wilder version. Yeah. yeah, it's up there, isn't it? It's just, and the that's same, the same thing. Same that's yeah, the yeah. same thing. It's like, it if you go, like, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that had never happened. And what's so, why have they started singing? And all that kind of stuff that was going on in my I head. I forgot that was a musical as well. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, when, 
and all of that stuff that was going on in my head watching this version, I was like, you love that version. Isn't that weird? I'd forgotten that um, as well. I didn't even think where it was just going to, it's going to be the, like, if I walked in, if I'd known to walk in with eyes looking for a movie that is in the same kind of style as a movie I fucking love, which is Charlie and the Chocolate They even Factory. have the, the, uh, the song at the end, don't they? I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, the pure imagination. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's, and it's just... So I, I kind of... Um, I think this was the first one I watched. Yeah. So this is like literally kind of me new to watching movies, really. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I think I got in my own way of enjoying it. In the end, I thought, it's a decent film. Yeah. I uh, quite enjoyed it. I could feel myself stopping myself enjoying it, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like going, oh, fucking, why have they all started singing? Well, it becomes tedious, I, I, doesn't I know, it? I, I know what a movie, I, I know what a musical is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't put in the comments section, it's a musical. Let me talk you through what a fucking musical is. Right? I know what it is, but it was just, do you know what? I, I love musicals that have got songs at points in, well, I, I have a problem with, musicals where in the middle of a conversation they break yeah, out yeah, into song yeah, do you know like what I mean there's a difference into it, yeah. exactly like Grease is a musical but it's fucking brilliant yeah. <laughs> because there's very clear kind of we've stopped talking now we're going to do a song yeah, yeah? yeah. <laughs> so I think that may, may be part of it um, but I did enjoy but do you know what I really did enjoy two characters in that or two actors in that um, that I think were fucking brilliant the, the the partnership between Olivia Coleman and Tom Davis. Tom Davis is brilliant anyway. <laughs> he is incredible. But the things that I've seen Tom Davis in, he just because he's a huge guy, yeah. um, he, he he's he's always kind of like um, sometimes he's a bumbling idiot yeah. and that. But so he's always like this kind of this big Larry guy. But he's just that character. It's just like the the, the two of them, <laughs> the characters those two have and. The way they play off each other, Olivia Coleman and Tom Davis. I think that those two were the uh, my favourite characters in the in the film. To be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, I, just, I just thought they were brilliant. I, I think we should say that anyway. It's like you you can watch Olivia Coleman play anybody. Yeah, um, and and she's brilliant. But I I've seen an interview by her, and quite often, I think I said to you before, she goes into a job knowing the bit that she's got to do without any concern for the overarching thing that, that she's in. Because sometimes mm. like, she'll do these press interviews with they go, so yeah, the film, and she goes, I've no idea what the film's about, I just did my bit. <laughs> yeah, they, they said to me, you're playing this character, you're doing this, I did that bit, they were happy, so I went. That's <laughs> it. I did enjoy the movie. It, out of those three, yep. um, the, the three you said were your three favourite movies of 2023, out of the three, Sisu, Tetris and Wonka, it's the one I enjoyed the least. Yeah, yeah. I think would be fair to say. Yeah, I, th- I watched it before Christmas um, as well, so I think there might be a, a, a little bit of that sort of like to, to sort of add to it as well. We'll come back to um, the best movies because we're going to pick our favourite. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to pick. We're going to pick the best TV and the best movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but before we do that, you highlighted to me your worst movie yeah. of 2023. Um, I didn't watch all of yeah. it, and that's not because I turned it off because I thought it was shit. Yeah. It's because I ran out of time because yeah. I was watching it this afternoon. So I've watched half of yeah. it. I watched the first half. Okay. So tell us what it is. Um, brief synopsis yeah. and why you thought it was so bad. Okay. Look, I'll be really quick because, like, I had – I think I said to you about – I briefly told you why I disliked it because, like, basically, 
I had massive expectations of this. Like we, we've spoken about like films before, and I think uh, even when we had Ollie on, we spoke about what our favourite Star Wars film. And mine was Rogue mm. One. So it's same director as Rogue One. Uh, he'd done a Godzilla film, so he's yeah, you know, he's used to really big films. The, the director and the writer. So I thought this is going to be brilliant, and, and once again, huge hype around it. Anyway, so it's called the Creator. Basically, the synopsis is is that um, we take AI to the point that it becomes you know, self-aware, a bit like the Terminator films. So it creates the whole thing and then it like, doesn't quite go to the end of like where it starts blowing up the world, but it starts, they start taking over. So there becomes a point in history where the humans start destroying AI to the point that they start chasing around and destroying it wherever it is. So in the background, there's, uh, there's this kind of one AI creator and basically all the humans are after it. Uh, the world's now been sort of subdivided into um, Asia, which I guess is mainly China, and then the rest of the world. New Asia. New Asia, yeah. New yeah. Asia. They've covered their arse by calling yes. it New Asia. So it's basically China without any other sort of like description. And then the rest of it is like America and England or, or Great Britain as that kind of force. Um, so anyway, uh, there's a guy in a relationship. Uh, he's undercover. He's trying to brush this ring open. It all gets wrong. They all disappear, so the love of his life disappears, and then like you kind of find out she was pregnant at the time, and then later on he has to sort of go in to find this, this, this weapon. I think it's a weapon. They think it is. Mm. Turns out to be a little girl, um, and that's where it just gets ridiculous because, like, the whole point of the AI thing is they were supposed to be like humanoids. So why on earth would they invent straight away? The, the weapon that's going to be there that has, they have these sort of, sort of hollow headed humanoid, half human yeah, robotic thing. Yeah, I quite like oh, that. Oh, no, no. Visually, it's yeah. superb, but, but there was no need to. So if the idea is they were trying to infiltrate humans, why don't they do what they had with some of these other robots and make them look completely like human? Mm. Why do they have this sort of hollow, make them look like robots? Mm. That was purely just sort of like for film, like beauty. Because the thing was, the thing about the creator is it's beautifully shot. It's like visually, it's one of the most stunning things you'll ever see. It's in, it, 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 it looks incredible. Yeah, and the AI, the, the actual CGI is so realistic. It's just, yeah. you, just virtually you can't see it. But the script I felt was written by Chat Chat GPT. It was just kind of like write me write me a story about like AI, and it went oh yeah, and it wrote a five million word script. So the worst bit is they send this, these fucking tanks. This was the this was the the bit that destroyed the whole movie for me. So when they go into New Asia to sort of like find the weapon and kill all these other AI units and robots, they send these giant tanks in. Like they were so big, they were like the size of fucking football stadiums. <laughs> and then, yeah, they take one down with a, like a fucking EMP landmine, but they can't, yeah, they've only got one, so they can't, they can't destroy the other three of these things. These things are so big. It's kind of like, what's the point? It's like, it doesn't make any difference that you'd visually have something the size of a town to go in and destroy these people in the village. It just got really ridiculous. Every, there were so many pointless things they put into it to make it look beautiful. You know, everything about it was stunning, except mm. the script looked like they got halfway through and went, oh, should we go and have a beer? And then they finished it after they'd been to the pub for 12 hours. It just <laughs> ruined it for me. I looked at the um, IMD. This is the only one I looked at the IMDb reviews. Yeah. Um, before I watched it, and it gets slated, and people saying the same thing as you. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is um, cinematically beautiful. Oh, God, yeah. Incredible. I'd watch it without the sound on again. Yeah, it, what incredible special effects, visually an incredible movie, uh, but 
plot, fuck all, acting shy. Oh, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. what that, that's what they keep saying. But it's I think it's really interesting that um on one hand I'm trying to think I need to go into watching movies by suspending disbelief and things like that so I can enjoy yeah, them yeah. more. And you're saying the same thing. But then on the other hand, the TV show and the movie that you said you didn't enjoy, it's because of plot hole, or it's because of, oh, that had never happened. It's because of not suspending disbelief. And, and, and I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying it's a really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. There must be something. That there must be something about the bits you didn't like in that TV show and that, um, Boy, yeah. and that movie. I think we disagree on this one yeah, as well yeah. because, I mean, I've only watched the first half of it. Um, and I will watch the second half. So it shows that it's, I don't think it's as bad as you do. Yeah, yeah. Because having watched the first half in preparation to record this, yeah. I don't need to watch the second half, but I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, well, you need to know what happens at the end, don't you? Well, you know, I mean, if I thought it was really shit, I wouldn't yeah, bother. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. care. Um, but I, d- I do want to watch the second half of it because I, I was watching it. And I'm just thinking, you mentioned before that. You thought I might not enjoy some of the movies you said are the three best because I'm going in thinking these are really good and they might, I might be let down by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if the reverse has happened with the creator. Yeah. So you've said, this is shit. Yeah, yeah. I've gone in and gone, it's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I wonder if the, the reverse has happened because um, certainly with Wonka, um, I've gone in thinking... I'm watching that. I'm just thinking, fucking hell, how bad were the films in 2023? If this is <laughs> yeah, one yeah, of the best. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas with this one, I've gone, it's not as bad as he said. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, I, I think it illustrates that there are, whether it's there's a load of hype around a movie yeah. or whether you get a recommendation from someone or whatever, you go into watching a movie with preconceptions. Yes, yeah, yeah of whether it's going to be good or whether it's going to be bad. And I think that if you just said, watch the creator and let me know what you think, I might have gone, it was shit. Yeah, yeah. But because you said, watch that, it's shit. Oh, you didn't say watch that, but I said, I'll watch it because, you know, you, it's the one you said was shit. I've watched it and gone, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's the flip side of, of, of what's happened with, like, Barbie and Wonka because... They were okay, but yeah, yeah. I've I've come out of both of them going. It's not as good as like Wonka. I've gone, it, God, that can't be the best, well, one of the best movies of twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Barbie, I've gone. What the fuck was all the hype about? I think it's just poor writing in cases. Obviously, sometimes yeah. as well. Like, so go back to Happy Valley. Yeah, love them or hate them, but you really get invested in the characters. Yeah, in in the creator, just couldn't. All the characters were just like bland. Irritating. Apart from the the general that's trying to wipe them out, and even she was like bad. And she's a great actress, and she, even she mm. was like over the top. Uh, and and I think I get the same at trigger point. They're just kind of like, oh, I just there's nobody in that that I particularly that I particularly think is a good character. And you just want them all to die. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> like, like me with Succession, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. See, there you go. Because like you, you kind of hate everybody in that, so you kind of mm. go, it, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I think that's the difference. I think like. You watch, I like the drama in some stuff, and other times I just like the very fact that, like, there's so many good characters. One of my favorite films of all time is Black Hawk Down. I've no idea why, 
and I watch it over and over and over again. But I just love the fact that there's 25 characters in there that I that I really like, and I want to watch them do something different in, in, in it every time. This might shock you, Buzz, but I've never seen that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, look, if you ever get a chance, like you know, I'm going to write it down, Buzz. I'm going to write it down as my um, on my first one. It, it's not going to be relevant for the 2024 awards. Yes. But I'm going to write it down and I'm going to watch that at some point in the next couple of weeks. Anyway, I think we've pretty much fucking got really serious into films. We've never got mildly controversial at all about from Nazis and nope. suicide. Sometimes we don't have to, Baz. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So all we've got to do now, Baz, yes. is uh, we need to decide officially the best TV show and the best movie of 2023. Now, start with the best TV show. Let's rattle through this quickly. So the nominations are Fool Me Once, The Last of Us, and Happy Valley. So so you, you read about it in a really good order. So Fool Me Once, I was like, yeah, that's good. I liked it. Um, and then when you got to um, The Last of Us, I was like, oh, brilliant. But then you threw in the big heavyweight one on the last one, which is, for me, Happy Valley. Fucking absolutely loved it. And, you know, it's one of those ones I'm going to go back and watch again. Just because it's like, you know, Sarah Lancashire, for me, was always Raquel. And then mm. she turns up in here and she's just like, like fucking smashes it. Like makes yeah. me believe it and actually wants me to go with her to beat up Tommy. Yeah. So, yeah. Brilliant. Easy. Okay. Happy, happy Valley for me. I'm all over that, Buzz. Yeah. That is officially the best TV show from the mildly controversial podcast, official best TV show of 2023 is Happy Valley. Yeah. So it's not a comedy, everybody. It's not. It's the- no, it's not. It's a brilliant, brilliant show. And if you haven't seen it, go dig it out, go and find it and go and watch it. Yeah, watch it on an illegal hooky, hooky box. Yeah. And um, and she lives in Bury as well. So oh, there you go. So shoehorned that one in. Yes. Um, okay. So um, down to movies then. So you brought, you've already brought it down to three. So the nominations for the best movie of 2023 are Sisu, Wonka and Tetris. Well, look, uh, so yeah, you actually highlighted a few things for me tonight, which is nice talking about it. Uh, a, the thing is, I clearly like a musical, which I didn't realise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, uh, see, when I saw it, I thought, oh, like, even at the end of it, it made me so happy. It was a nice time. I'm sure that Wonka would have been it. But now we've spoken about it, I've just remembered how much I love Sisu. So I love the fact that it, like you could watch that with the sound off. Or just hear the banging and you wouldn't miss anything. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. and the Nazis get fucked. So, yeah. It's <laughs> so, yeah, Sisu for me. So, um, the the order of those three for me is Sisu, um, Tetris, Wonka. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty good. So, um, so there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I'm just going to jam in a little shout out for um, Top Gun Maverick as well, because I'd forgotten all about it, really. As, as a good one? Well, yeah, as a good one to go and watch if you get a chance. Oh, okay. So there we have it. <laughs> it's a long one. Um, it's a long episode. We did a lot of discussion. <laughs> but the benefit of all that discussion was that in lightning speed, we came up with the... Um, there was very little discussion around um, what was the best TV show of 2023 and the best movie of 2023. Yeah. And they are Happy Valley and Sisu. Yeah. If you haven't seen Sisu and you haven't seen Happy Valley... Go and watch it and put in the comments how incredible you think we are for highlighting both of those things. Yes. Um, and um, adding such a, an incredible experience to your life. Also... I've done that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I ruined it. I was no. going to say, literally, if you could shoehorn something about Sisu, that would be the most perfect on that bombshell, wouldn't it? 
Because <laughs> that's nothing but on that bombshell. Yeah, I just said, uh, and um, so um, you scared me with that on bomb- no, that bombshell. No, no, no listen, <laughs> I can't use this because it's a massive spoiler. But I'm doing this for your thank you um, appreciation. <laughs> right? So, if you uh, haven't seen Sisu and you want to know how he stands on that bombshell. <laughs> I'd use it to be fair. I can't, it's a massive spoiler. (laughs) I'll just have to cut that bit out. I'll cut a little bit out. It's such a shame because that just highlights how much we do this, not even for anybody else but you and I sometimes. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Right. So many private jokes. Look, I'll be able to edit something about that. Anyway. Um, if you didn't know now, the um, the podcast is nearly finished. Yes. Um, if you're still listening now, then fair play to you. If you're still listening now, go down, go to our Facebook page and put in the comments underneath this video, yeah. I made it through to the end. <laughs> yes. That phrase, I made it through to the end, and um, we will give you a special prize. Yes, Sue Warren, right. this is just for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, thanks, Baz, for yeah, introducing me to some movies. Oh, thank you, for, thank you for watching them. That's the most amazing and, and thing. And helping done. me, helping me relearn how to uh, how to watch a movie. I think this will have to be uh, an annual thing now. Um, so, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Don't miss our next episode. Um, I, we probably are just talking to Sue Warren at this point. She's the only one who's going to be watched or listened to this uh, this extent. Uh, but anyway, Sue, um, don't miss our next episode, which is a Valentine's special. We have got to get our, t- our first guests of 2024. Yes. We have got a couple coming on who um, are quite new to uh, their relationship and have gone viral for certain things. So that's all the clues I will give you. But um, because on a Valentine's special, me and Baz don't really like Valentine's Day. Um, and it's been a long time since we met our respective wives. So um, we've had to drag some younguns in who are new into a relationship um, to have a chat about the difference between what happened when we started going out with our wives and what happens these days. So that is effectively what our our Valentine's special is going to be about. So um, if you are still listening, thank you very much. Thanks for being charitable enough to listen to us two chanter on for this fucking amount of time because um, we've been recording for two hours, ten minutes. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to cut out of it as well because it's in a big, long order and it might not make sense if I cut chunks out of it. So um, thankfully I've got a decent amount of time to edit this one. Um, But anyway... Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for all your support. And we will see you next time on the Valentine's special. Bye, Mike. <laughs> Mike? Yeah? Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know. Probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.